On election night, there's only one place to be, Fox News Channel. In this critical moment, with the balance of power at stake, this is the midterm election everybody is waiting for. Only Fox News Channel brings real insight, smart perspective, and the all-important results minute by minute. Every key race, every pivotal moment, as America decides, we're there every step of the way. On election night, stay with special coverage starting at 6 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole. And Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, always a great start to the week. Yes. So, tell us, how was the rest of your birthday week? Did you finish it, it out with good. a bang? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so celebrating, so, so happy. <laughs> Continue just feeling blessed and spending time with friends and family and just really, you know, just enjoying it day by day. I've been kind of like spreading out the celebrations, which is nice because then it's like yeah. every day is my birthday. But um, yeah, I've been just doing some self-care to, you know, just facials and those kinds of things. So just really, like, taking care of myself. So just making sure that I'm actually taking care of. But, yeah, that's what about you? What's been going on with you? How's your week been? I'm busy, as always, in the gym, personal training, working on the business, doing auditions. Um I have a big announcement coming soon. I just signed a contract for some things that I hope will be um, lucrative and exciting. So um, stay tuned for that announcement. Oh, and Karishma, guess what? There is someone's special birthday. We got a birthday girl in the house. Happy birthday to our producer, Denise Duran. Happy, happy birthday. Hope it's been a great day and a fabulous weekend. So you guys, oh my goodness, we got a lot of birthdays this month, huh? Exactly. We're the, we're the <laughs> July birthdays. And yes, happy, yeah. happy, wonderful birthday to Denise. Um, for, you know, those of you, our listeners, you probably hear us talk about Denise all the time. It's because we love her so much because she is what makes the Girlfriend Network run. Um, Nicole and I would not be able to be on air without Denise, without Anne, without Correct. so many people. So really, really yes. blessed um, to just, you know, have her to be a part of the team and really not just the Girlfriend Network, but she does so much for the Love Zone USA. And Absolutely. she's a mom. And, she, you know, she's got a family. Right. She's, got, she's got so much going on, but she still she produces these, this amazing content for you and really, like, works unbelievably hard. So, yeah, happy, happy birthday, yeah. Denise. Thank you for everything you yes. do. We obviously love you so much, and we gush about you every week, so she knows it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Nicole, I, we got an exciting – go ahead, go ahead. 
Oh, oh no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm really excited for today's show because I feel right. like it speaks to me, like, from every aspect of my heart. So, um, yes. listeners, we're going to have special guest Maureen Martin come on, and she is really, really amazing. Um, if, you know, you're just around and on your phone right now, check out divagalsdaily.com, which is just really great articles, a lot of great content out there, like, very multicultural. And today, listeners, how could we get so far without going into the topic? Today it is... How to pray to get your husband. Right. <laughs> this is one thing, because I do this every Sunday. I put in a prayer request, and they always read in my church, and it's a little bit embarrassing. But pretty soon I'm like, you know what? No, it's okay. I'm like, it's, it's all good. I love it. Um, so I'm just going to be saying, like, it's going to be such a great show, and I don't know what any prayers I need to say to make sure that this person is coming my way. <laughs> but That's you know, I'm just really excited to kind of see all – that she has to, like, say and offer. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a wonderful show. It is. And um, I believe she's from Cameroon, Central Africa, and um, she's lived in Africa, Canada, and the United States. So I'm really curious to see what the, like, different cultural um, perspectives are on marriage. And, you know, is there a difference, um, you know, in how – the perspective is as far as um, marriage and relationships. Um, here in the U.S., um, is our group think different from the other countries? Are we, like, uh, good? Are we on a straight and narrow, or are we messed up, you know? So those are the questions that I would ask. And, of course, as someone who's been dating the same individual for several years, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do I get him to the altar? So <laughs> he's going to kill me. But, you know, I'm, I'm really um, curious. Um, I have well, a lot of questions also, for her. No, me too. It's also interesting to kind of see, like, what the traits are that people want in their spouse, exactly. especially from culture to culture. I mean, even right. from person to person or region to region, um, you know, what people probably look for in partner traits in the, on the East Coast, like in New York, and just that kind of area, is very different than what people look for in a partner in the South, you know? Um, right, right. Because the lifestyle is different. But we're going to get more into that. We're going to go to Love on Test by Beyonce. And again, happy birthday to the wonderful Denise Green. Yeah. <laughs>
kind of crazy that I've been tripping lately. I wanna know, baby, does that make me Cell phones better than me. You think that I can see what's happening? You woman like ABC. Why you creep like DLC? I'll give you two, one, two, three. Till I abandon you. Say I'm not crazy. That I've been driven lately. I wanna know, baby. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. The Girlfriend, welcome back to the Girlfriend Network, right here on the Love Zone USA. We are talking about how to pray a husband into your life, which I know many of our listeners need. I need it. Um, Of course, you're here with me, Karishma, and the wonderful Nikone. (laughs) Nikon, you on you on the air as well? Yes, I am here. Perfect. And we have our wonderful guest, Maureen Martin. Um, listeners, make sure, because I know you have a lot of things you want to ask us and ask Maureen about how to pray this husband into your life, how to just pray a healthy relationship. Um, make sure you call in at 347-539-5729. And uh, also, if you want to listen to any of our other shows, and this show will be up again on iHeartRadio, where you can find us, as well as Blog Talk Radio. Um, so I'd like to welcome the wonderful Maureen Martin. Are you on the air? Yes, I am. Good evening. Good, Good evening. evening. Welcome to the show. We're so oh, thank you. I'm so honored here. to meet you, ladies. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time out and for, you know, being here with us to talk about everything. Um, Maureen, if I could just ask you to, you know, let audiences know a little bit about you, get the, you know, give them a little bio about yourself and where they can find you. Okay. So um, I have a media company. Our premier website is Diva Gals Daily. It's life and style for the women for the woman of colors. Uh, we are inclusive. We're diverse. We uh, give women advice about the best products, services, and experiences that that make a woman live or, uh, will allow a woman of color to live her best life. Um, nice. Yeah. So my background: I started off in uh, production, television production, newsroom. I moved on to public relations, went back to production, now have a media company. We uh, create content that appears on websites. We also pitch 
scripted and unscripted um, uh, television series, films, etc. So yeah, we're uh, we do quite a bit of things in the media space. Uh-huh. Yes. So, um, Maureen, I want to talk about. So you're you're from Cameroon, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's amazing. I have I have one of my really really good friends is from uh, Cameroon, and she's just amazing. And and then you, you've been in the United States, you've been in Canada, so you've kind of been worldwide. How did that kind of help you, you know, with your media company, your kind of life in film and production? What what kind of these worldly experiences, how did it influence your decisions and, like, the things you want to bring attention to? Well, I think um, having having lived in several different countries, you just you learn to adapt. You learn to appreciate appreciate people and cultures, and um, you you embrace change and difference. Where whereas I believe if you if you're more inclined to stay in one locale, then you're very comfortable with the familiar. I'm comfortable I'm comfortable with things that are interesting and diverse, and I embrace those things. And I think that was part of, uh, of my experience even in, in, in relationships. Okay. No, that's amazing. And I was looking at um, David Gow's Daily, and, like, the articles and everything are just so amazing. I love the content that you're producing and putting out there. Thank you. How, mm-hmm. it's, it's, really, it's really great. And I think especially for, you know, Nicole and I, we're women of color, and it's, yeah. it is harder to find content, even though, you know, a lot of media is getting much better. I, I will give credit where it's due, but it's still kind of somewhat generalized, and it's hard to find content that, you know, I can always relate to or I can see. And I felt that when I was looking through the website and just reading some of the articles, it was great at the contributors that you have. It's, like, very diverse. And mm-hmm. the content that you're producing and putting out there is very diverse. So, you know, thank you so much for kind of being this yeah. prominent woman-run a media company that's amazing. How did Thank you. how did the website come along? Like, what was the whole process? So, um, a few years ago, uh, what had happened was um, my my business partner uh, Delana Dixon, who's a journalist, was working with um, a couple of different publications. And as the publishing industry changed, she found herself downsized. And I encouraged her to maintain or, or retain some level of of um, of of a a presence within the media so that she wouldn't become obsolete and so she could still retain her her um her her position as an as a journalist. So we launched Diva Gals Daily so that we could continue to provide content and stories and then I believe what happened was um we continued to grow. We I but I also always felt that it's got there's got to be more whatever you're doing there's got there's got to be a way to take it up a notch every year you should be thinking how can we make this better how can we branch out how can we build ourselves and so i saw this opportunity to to work with other websites with other content providers so at one point um uh, we had because we had the website television came knocking on our doors and so delena ended up becoming uh one of the hosts of dh1's the gossip table and that brought us into the whole television realm. And then we were able to even share that with our readers and our contributors, the whole experience of a woman of color being, you know, brought from, from you know, our little website to national prominence and how that, those kind of changes affected our lives and our business. And that was very interesting as well. Um, 
we so we developed an even greater level of expertise in, ter- in terms of how to navigate a career, how to go from being um, corporate to independent to back to corporate America, and also navigating the the world of of uh, of media and entertainment as a woman of color because you know with social media you have to be just you have to be really careful about how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. of course that yeah that led to work with some other publications like Media Takeout and then which led to we did yeah. some work with Hallmark and now we're actually we're, we're we're meeting with networks about our content and about taking our content into scripted and reality. Um, areas. Very nice. That's amazing. What a journey. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, so, Mervine, we want to talk to you about the topic, one of our topics tonight, which is how to pay a husband into your life. <laughs> so, I am particularly interested in this because I've been with the same guy for four years and I'm mm-hmm. looking at him like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are we going to do ultimately? But no, you know, I'm just, you know, joking. But jokingly, you know, aside from that, um, mm-hmm. we want to know what your suggestions are, what your relationship advice is for that. Say, let's look at it from two different aspects. Say you're dating and you're that mm-hmm. woman who, of course, you're looking to be married. Um, mm-hmm. And let's say, too, the other scenario, you've been dating the same individual for some time, and, of course, ultimately, you want to be married. So let's start mm-hmm. there. What are your suggestions and advice from okay. both of those well, different scenarios? Okay, well, let me, let me say that, you know, marriage isn't a be-all for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. And, it, and it's, um, I think we, we probably have this perception of, of marriage being this, you know, Walking into into the into forever and love and bliss and things are gorgeous and beautiful and pink right. flowers <laughs> and champagne and you know what marriage is work it really is it really is um, if pe- if it was marketed the way it actually is there would be less romance novels and more kind of mm-hmm. uh, stories of survivor you know <laughs> like right. you know in terms of yeah because you're you're taking two people. Who were who may be going in different directions, and you're trying to get them to work together, and to create something. Um, and the journey should include romance and love and spirituality and all those other other things. So, well, but let me. I'll come back. I'll come to my story, and so that okay. you know, everybody's everybody's story is going to be different. So, right. um, when I when I said pray a husband into your life, what had happened for myself was um, I was getting at the age where I felt like, hey, you know. My biological clock is ticking. I'm really tired of dating. I don't like this randomness of my life um, with, with with this particular area. Other areas of my life, I feel like I had some control over. But dating is kind of you. You. It's a very vulnerable place for a woman because you're just there and you're subject to whoever presents themselves to you. Hundreds of years ago, what would happen is that a woman was taken care of by her family and she'd be introduced to the right gentleman that she would end up. Um, that would end up courting her and marrying her. It wasn't a whole progression of going from dating to dating to dating to, you know, we just, they didn't do that. Um, uh-huh. And it's, it's really time-consuming, it's stressful, and it's painful, you know, to come to go in and out of relationships like a revolving door. And we weren't meant to do that. And, we, and even if you're, if you're spiritual or you're a Christian or you read the Bible, you know that God doesn't reject us. And with dating, there's this whole, like, narrative of being rejected and breaking up and, you know, and then having bru- the bruise of rejection and breaking up 
being part of your DNA. So uh, when I was when I was single and um, I had a girlfriend and we were both kind of discussing this whole thing about just being tired of dating, and um, we were of course believers. And I I had remembered having a conversation with a woman many years ago, and she said that she and her friend decided that they would just just pray and fast for a husband. And God answered this woman's prayer, and it was such a dramatic testimony that I thought, hey, I gotta at least try this if I'm if I'm gonna put a profile online or you know date random people. Why don't why not put a little bit of effort into 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 my faith in in terms of who I I am spiritually. So um, what we decided to do is that we um, we we chose one we chose one day a week where we would fast and we would pray. Um, we would fast all day, then we'd come together at the end of the day and pray, to, and pray together. And so we decided to do this. And, and at different times we had, um, we had different numbers of women joining us. So at one point it was like six, then it was like four, then it was three, then it was just the two of us. And then with the people who dropped off, they would say things like, well, I don't believe that it's biblical for you to pray for a husband. You know, I, you know, I just don't believe that. It's, it, it's idolatry. And I, and I thought... I started going to, I, got, I went back to scripture in terms of how I interpreted um, the scripture for me, meaning that I needed to pray for the things that were on my heart. If it was a burden for me and I'm feeling it, um, if I had, a, as a child, if, if, if something is bothering me, I'm going to go to my parents and tell them about it. And I believe it's the same as, as a Christian, that if you have something that's pressing on you, that's really troubling your spirit, you go and you talk to God about it. So that's basically the premise of why we were doing it. So um, the prayer wasn't, God, give me a husband, give me a husband, give me a husband. It was more, it was more so, um, okay, well, you know, God, you know, search me, you know, my heart, you know, what's going on in my life, are there things mm-hmm. I need to do to prepare to be married, you know, um, praying for myself and trying to also do, do the work that needed to be uh, take, done for myself in terms of maybe getting mm-hmm. myself out of debt, making sure that my I was keeping a home that could, a family or and a husband could live in, you know, those sorts of things. Um, and so we did. So we did this for about six weeks, and then after that, we kind of took a break, and we would we would um, continue to we would pray one um, occasionally with one another. Maybe once a week we would pray. So um, we started this in November, and then what happened um, in the spring of the following year? was that we both met the men that we ended up married within, within a month of each other, which wow. was miraculous in wow. itself. And then we, we ended up married within three months of each other, two years later. So, oh, wow. um, I, and I, I can't say, oh, this is going to work for everybody. Um, right. It was, but it was something where God, we, we both took something, to, we, we followed a biblical principle in terms of agreeing on something, um, praying God's word in the situation, and then repenting as well, trying to be a better version of ourselves in terms of how we related in relationships and how we how we want how how we would you know upgrade ourselves so that we would be mature and responsible and and be in a better position to to meet the right person. So all of that that self work was great preparation mm-hmm. for for marriage, and that's mm-hmm. what wow. happened. So, um, so I can't say, oh, it doesn't work. It worked for for us, for the two of us, and it worked for these other women who we'd known in the past. And I've known it's worked for other for women in in other areas. Women I don't know who prayed. And so I I, I think in, as well as 
putting your profile online and doing all these like very natural things, why not mm-hmm. dedicate your, yourself to praying in your situation that God would meet you and present you with the right person? Because even praying kind of like opens your eyes because you may have you may be so clouded by your your very natural list of what you think you want in a mate, and God is telling you, no, that's not you know it's not kind of right. These guys are maybe presenting themselves to you, and you're like, no, my list says this, and it's not that. So, you know, I'm not going to accept this. But God knows why he puts particular people into people's lives. And I'll, I'll let you know that the man who I married helped me yeah. become a better version of myself. So I, the things that, were, that needed to be, not that I was, you know, so messed up or whatever, but there were things that I wanted to improve on, and I've seen how right. I've grown spiritually emotionally through my relationship, like through being with this particular person that God allowed me to meet. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, we're going to talk more about that, but I just want to say um, I've heard other people speak about what you're talking about, Maureen, like on Facebook. They just say, I'm going to put it out there, and this is my prayer to God, and I'm putting myself in a position where I am ready to receive a husband or receive that mate that God has chosen for me, and they're, like, cleaning up their backyard. So um, I find this um, really, really interesting. We're also we're going to get Charisma's perspective on this because um, Charisma's faith, faith is very, very strong. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to go to Think Like a Man by Jennifer Hudson, and we'll be right back here on the Girlfriend Network with Marie Martin and Charisma Thomas. Like a man, 
Baby, I'm gonna switch this shit up. Fuck the old shit. Yeah. It's gonna be us, girl. It's just us, girl. Let me know what's up, girl. What's up, girl? Cause I'm gonna do it down. Looking to do an internship at a radio station? Well, we here at the Love Zone USA would like to hear from you. We're looking for interns to assist in our production and marketing departments. If you're interested, email your resume to thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Again, that's thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network. You are here with me, Karishma and Nick Cohn, and our special guest, Maureen Martin. Ladies, are you on the line? We're yeah. here. Great. We are discussing how to pray a husband into your life or how to pray a relationship, just how to, you know, maybe pray someone if you're feeling like you're ready for that next step in your life and you want someone, we're talking about all details, like call in, and also you can listen to our shows on iHeartRadio and Blog Talk Radio, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Girlfriend Network. Um, oh, Dakota, what is it again? It's the, the underscore. underscore. <laughs> yeah, the underscore Girlfriend underscore Network. Perfect. Yeah, I almost added an extra underscore in accident. Um, that's what happens when I use my memory. Anyway, so we're talking, you know, Maureen, I love your story, and I love, you know, kind of like the testimony mm-hmm. you have now that you and your friend, you know, you prayed, you fasted, you went through this, and you did end up meeting your husband, and your friend also met her husband, which is amazing. And yes. my story is more that I'm kind of 
in the process of it. So I feel like a lot of our listeners maybe have been praying but haven't seen the result yet. So in that in between, and um, I'm I'm I go to, you know I'm I'm Christian by faith, but just universally very been connected with God since I was you know a child and. I always had a sense where I was like, you know, I asked for God for everything. I'm like, hey, like anything you need me to do, tell me what I'm supposed to do. What, you know, how are you trying to guide me? Let me know. And right. um, when I kind of got to that point where I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe maybe I want to pray a husband. I didn't want to just be like, oh, God, like why have you not brought someone into my life? Um, especially because, you know, sometimes especially in the churches, like people get married very young and they've kind of found their person and you can feel this pressure like, oh, well, like everyone is taken. Who's going to be there for me? <laughs> um, like what's going on? Like I'm like looking at all these people and I'm like, oh, either everyone is a child or like they're taken. And, you know, and of course with God, it's always abundance. There's no lack. And I know that God has a perfect man for me out there. And so I started doing this thing where I would, you know, submit a prayer request. So every Sunday I would, you know, write it down and I would say, you know, dear Lord, I pray that whatever my husband may be, I already know that I love him because when he does present himself, we're going to end up together and that's who you've chosen. I just pray that he's having a good day and he's getting closer to you because one of the main things I would love is for him to honor God because I know all the other things will follow. And, and then, you know, I kept praying that, I kept praying that. And a part of me, you know, it, I had the faith, but I also was too focused on it. Like, I was like, where is it? Could it be this person that just walked by? Could it be that? Yeah. And I got too invested in that, and I lost kind of focus in my relationship with God and why I'm here and what yeah. I'm kind of meant to serve. And getting lost in that, I almost felt like I was blocking my blessing or blocking mm-hmm. that man. Because if I wanted someone who was so faith-filled, but I'm only focused on him and not really focused on the bigger picture – which is, you know, really serving others, I, I felt like I was blocking it. So <laughs> I changed my prayer, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, God? Whenever the time is right, I know that you will guide me there. Just make me mm-hmm. ready. Do all the work that you need to do in me. Let me continue to, you know, pray, be with you, do what I'm supposed to do. Maybe there's certain things mm-hmm. I have to achieve, whatever God's journey is for me. And then when him and mm-hmm. I are meant to be together, I'll be someone that can better his life he'll be someone that can better my life because we're not going to complete each other because we're we're already whole but we're going to complement each other in a better way so i I kind of like the you know the different kind of takes because i haven't i haven't reached my testimony yet i'm still in the journey which can be Mm -hmm. a very very tough time so i kind of want to get your advice on those who are probably out there in the journey when you're kind you may lose faith come back You know, so are you are you are you dating or in a relationship right now? Totally single. Okay, so yeah. what I think what's really exciting exciting about being single because the when about the time that I guess within a six month period when I was um, before I met uh, the man I married, um, there were I was I was working really hard on being the best best version of myself, and um, so I met. I met a guy who was the foe, like he appeared to be someone who was like, love God, but he had like model perfect looks, but he was very wrong. And then I met these other two guys, one who was just amazing spiritually and another man who was really wonderfully spiritual. And then, um, then the man that I married and in terms of like, you know, there's always that kind of the fake before the real, um, and the only way you know is by 
keeping your ear in in tune with what you believe God is doing in your life and what God is doing in their lives. So the person who looked good on paper, who I thought, oh, this is it, this is the dude, there was all this anxiety. And um, and I, it was like I was trying to be cool, but it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work. And so it was really funny to see like, you know, kind of me getting to the end of myself in terms of like I'm trying to figure out why we're so like off like it's like we're trying to dance but we're like one beat off, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, we both liked each other, but it was just not clicking. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, he ended up, you know doing something else or whatever, really wonderful man who loved God, and, and I still have so much respect for him, and he was just a, a, a really great guy to, to, to have a friendship with. Um, and then when I met the, the man I married, um, there was all these things that, that, that in my DNA made, made perfect sense. He had a respect for education. He was um, mission-minded. He was loyal. He was all these things. But I didn't jump into dating him. He wanted to date, but I didn't trust. I don't trust the dating process at all. And so I said, listen, let's just be friends because friends treat each other so much better than uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. So we spent three months just being friends, and I never defined the relationship. I never introduced him, oh, this is my boyfriend. This is the guy. I didn't say anything to anybody about who he was. He was just, all of a sudden, he was just a guy who was hanging out with my friends, and I was just this girl who was hanging out with his friends. Um, so it was really it was really cool that way. And then after spending some, spending a significant amount of time with him, I realized, this is, you know, he's got these really great qualities because he wasn't acting. He wasn't trying to impress me because I told him I didn't want that. I didn't want all that crap that comes with dating where you're trying to pretend to be Prince Charming and you're trying to be Princess whatever. You know, just right. when we just developed the friendship, it was just, just be you. Because at the end of the day, right. if you cannot be friends with somebody, why would you want to marry them? Right. You know, why? Yeah. So um, the things I did for myself is I, I read, I, I spent some, I, I spent time reading self-help books. Like um, I really like the book, um, uh, rules the the rules for dating they make a lot mm-hmm. of sense they're really practical they seem like archaic but they make sense because men naturally are hunters they like to work to get a woman's attention you'll see the yes. the woman who's playing hard to get she's the one who has all the attention because she just doesn't yes. she doesn't care agree you know right. um, and I think in the in the age that we we're living in where where um, there's so many women who are making themselves so available. The way you make yourself different is by not being that girl who's always available, mm-hmm. who is will, willing to do circus tricks for a guy because she thinks it's going to win. It doesn't work. Guys don't right. want that. I mean, studies have even said it. There was a, a story in the New York New York Magazine that said how Tinder and all these other sites are, are ruining relationships. People are becoming more addicted to their phones. They're less connecting with people. They've made people so start just basically mm-hmm. using each other for for sexual yeah. gratification. So it's not working, right? Yeah. So right. In, in the midst of all of this, the only thing the only thing you can control is yourself, really, right? Mm-hmm. You can't control right. how another person's going to treat you or etc. But if you say if you set the bar really high and and you say things like, "Look, um I like you and I think you're really nice and, and I'm sure it would be fun to date you, but I I'm really sensitive. I get hurt easily." And um, I just have to be careful with myself. So rather than jumping into some kind of romantic relationship, I need to 
I need the space to kind of feel secure and comfortable with who, who you are as my friend before I could even consider anything else because it's the only way that I can, I can protect my, myself, you know? Right. You really, you really don't, have, you don't have a clue who you're dating. Mm-hmm. No, because no, basically they're just telling you. They're telling you who they are. They're showing you on social media saying, this is who I am or this is who I'm, this is the image I'm creating of who I am. I'm curating an image of who, who I am so that you will sleep with me, right? Right. right. So you don't know this to be true. And the only, the only way you're going to know it to be true is if you spend a significant amount of time just being someone's friend because mm-hmm. then you, you know who their friends are. You kind of get a sense of their family, and there all that all those securities are built in. And any red flags that you know that concern you, you can ask about in a, in a non-confronting situation because there's no romance, right? That is so mm-hmm. true. Yes, Marie. Yeah. Because I always say too, when you're dating someone, like that first six months, just scratch it because mm-hmm. that's not who they really are. It's after, like, that six months that you really yeah. have to see who that person is because we always have our best face on when we're dating. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, who, who doesn't do that? You know, you're, mm-hmm. when, if you're going on a date, you're going you're gonna to find your best dress, your best heels, your best hair, your makeup. That's what you're, you're going to put on a front, you know. But it's hard yes. to keep up a front when there's nothing to win, like when there's, you know, if you're just yeah. friends, you know. And um, yes. especially your friends also say a lot about who you are. So if you meet a guy and all his friends are players, well, look, the guy's a player. Yeah. Why are you spending right. time with them unless you want to get played? Um, so right. so yeah. the, as I said, the only thing you can control is you can control yourself. So work on being the best version of yourself. Find the, the, your passions, you know, um, if it's education, you know, get involved in your career, take, your, take a coding class. Also, put yourself in situations where you're going to meet more males. You're not going to meet more males shopping and doing brunch with your girlfriends. They don't do that. Right. Men right. like sports, right? Yeah. Find a sport yeah. that you like. Go, go to a sports bar with a girlfriend and enjoy the sports, and you're going to meet somebody. Really bring people together. Or take up golf where your numbers, where the numbers are in your favor. I don't understand why, you know, a person would say, oh, well, I'm not into sports. I'm not going to do this. Well, if that's where they are, why would you be going in the opposite direction of where they aren't? You know? Right. True. Yeah. And, um, and you can also be really hard with guys because, look, if guys had biological clocks, do you think they would waste five minutes of, of their time with you if you could not give them what they want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right? Right? right. So, yeah, definitely. So you just, yeah, you pray, you work on being the best version of yourself, and then you put yourself in situations where you're going to meet more, more men. And then you can filter through them, right? You can get to know them, develop a lot of male friends, because sometimes you may meet somebody and the guy's like, hey, this guy's really cool, but I don't feel like a connection. He may have a friend. He may have a brother. Mm-hmm. He may know somebody. And just by being with him or being his buddy, you're going to meet those people. You're not going yeah. to meet those people hanging out with your girlfriend at brunch or shopping or doing your nails. Very true. No, very true. Don't you yeah. think also, a lot of the problem today is not just, you know, okay, maybe I'm praying and I haven't gone through. I feel like what I see is, because I see this with a lot of girls that, you know, I'll just be talking to in general about relationships is they get, you get so caught up in wanting a husband that you end up settling for, you know, mm. a, like boyfriend material really, or maybe even not even boyfriend material, just having fun like fling material because, you kind of are striving for that commitment. So I think it's also knowing that, like, 
meditation truly is a virtue where it's like, you know, you have to really value yourself and what you want yeah. because you don't want to jump into something or you settle for someone because you're afraid that you're not going to find anybody. And I think in New York, especially in like the East Coast, and I mean, just everywhere all over now, people feel like they always have more options, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, yeah. you know, or like it's, it's accessible to just change people every two seconds. So I feel like I've seen a lot of people just start getting to have a lot of fear and dating with, instead of dating with excitement, they're just dating from a place of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know, oh, wait, I I don't mean to cut you off, Maureen, but I just want to say this really quick. I want you to talk about this and probably when we Mm -hmm. come back. So there's like a joke. I know you probably, you ladies heard it. So it's like when you're in your 20s, you're like, my demands are I want someone tall who drives a Mercedes, who makes six figures, whose teeth is straight, who is muscular. And then when you get in your 30s, <laughs> you're like, all right, I just want somebody tall who has a Mercedes and makes six figures. And then when you get in your 40s, you're like, can I have someone that's just tall and maybe makes six figures and so on and so forth. It's like um, so many years your standards change because, you know, we all heard, well, have your standards, stick to them. But as you get older and you seem less likely to um, be married, your standards starts to change and they decline. So I want you to talk about that, Marie. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to listen to I Love You by Cassandra Lucas. We'll be right back. Okay, great. Thank you. 
So we are talking to Marie Martin, and I have Karishma Thomas, my co-host. So, Marie, before we went to break, I was saying, um, you know, I, a lot of times I find with especially my girlfriends as we get older, when we're younger, we have these high standards of what we want our men to be and who we want to marry. And as we get older, the list gets shorter. <laughs> we get less picky. So I just want to know what's your perspective on that. Should you always hold yourself to a high standard of what you want, but or, you know, should your standards change or lessen as you get older uh, when looking for your ideal mate? I think that I think all your all your lists should be submitted to God. Like pray over your list, put the list down, um, and also what put, compare that list to you. So if you're saying, oh, he's got to be tall, dark, and handsome, worth six figures, are you tall, beautiful, worth six figures? Are you any of those things? So those are things to consider. <laughs> but also, you because we you know we have to we have to we have to be a blessing to one another. So. Um, your list, your list should be stuff that's really important, like integrity, compassion, sensitivity, um, faithfulness, those sorts of character things, because you need a man of good character, because that character is going to define the quality of your life, right? And then in right. terms of the rest of the things, yeah, make sure he's ambitious and hardworking and wants to take care of his family, those sorts of things. Like those, and those are the things that are just, those are baseline. Those aren't extravagant requests. Um, I know that at the point when I was um, praying, I, I had these lists, and I, I wrote down the list, and I, I kept them in my Bible, and I, I got to a point where I said, you know, God, I just want someone who loves me, you know, because, you know, if we go by what, how God uh, speaks of love in the Bible, you know, love, uh, uh, love is sacrificial, it's forgiving, it's compassionate, it's all of those things, that kind of love, not Oh, that he's so enamored with my Kurt. I don't want you know that. You know that's the easy part. It's easy for any woman to get a man if she wants just to have sex. That's easy, really, really. Easy. Yes. That's that's mm-hmm. not love. Love is something that's so much deeper. And so when at the point when I I said, you know, God, I I want someone who loves me because I know I know within myself that that I have a capacity to love, and I wanted to share that capacity to love with someone who would. And who would reciprocate? Who would give? Who would return that depth of love to me? Um, and all of the other stuff. Of course, you know, if they're not, you know, if their particular things are missing, we're not gonna we're not gonna connect anyhow. If the person, you know, loves to, you know, shoot animals or you know, or a list of things that I find I I might find deplorable. I wouldn't, you know, I know that God isn't gonna give me a. a a raving, a, a man who hunts rhinos in Africa, you know, but who loves God. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, right. so like, yes. the, baseline, the baseline qualities are always character. But God also knows that, look, I'm, I'm a healthy person. I like to exercise, like to eat well. And so the man I marry, he, he likes to eat well, eat healthy as well. He's athletic. And so we're both healthy, you know, and that's a gift we give to one another, maintaining our health. Right. So, um, and those those are baseline things. So I think you should have a list of character things, not oh beige, you know, light eyes and this kind of hair yeah. or whatever. Those are just that's foolishness. Just because you want the friendship and you want the character that that the type of person who will care for you when you suffer a major loss or or will celebrate with you when you have a major gain and celebrate with you genuinely, not 
with a side eye, jealous or competitive or bringing you down. You you want those things. That that should be the most important thing in your list, and that list shouldn't change. You should you should never compromise when it comes to character. Definitely. Uh, Maury, you know, thank you so much for literally all the knowledge you've been dropping. Um, I'm sure yeah. you've been helping our listeners. Like, this has been absolutely wonderful. It's just been great to have you here Buy with us. Um, <laughs> but yeah. there is one thing I definitely want to talk about is I want to talk about your, you know, upcoming um, scripted digital series. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us and the audience a little bit about it and then when we'll be able to see it, like how we will find it? Yeah, so plug your uh, book as well. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I I can't say too much about the series because we're still negotiating some things. So I'll just say, okay. you know, watch this spot. If you want an update, please visit Diva Gals Daily. Um, send us a message on Instagram or you know email us, and we'll we'll keep you abreast. Or even just follow us on on Facebook. It's the hashtag Afroamericans, and you'll see all the updates right there. Um, in terms of the book, the book's available on Amazon. I know Amazon is doing some great sale right now, so you can probably buy the book. But I, also, I always also encourage you to buy the book with a friend because um, the Bible clearly says where two or more gathered in his name that he is there, and if we touch and agree on anything, he will do it. So pray with a friend. Encourage your friend. It will be helpful for both of you. Um, and and it, was, it was very encouraging for me to pray with my friend um, and to have our answer, our prayer answered almost, you know, consecutively, you know, at the same time. we So there was no room for me to be, oh, my God, God answered her but not me. No, God answered us both, and he was generous in his blessing. And not to say, oh, once we got married, it was, it's been like, oh, it's been such a dream, and, what, you know, there's been challenges. <laughs> and, I, and I honestly believe that the prayer that we had, uh, together helped us through our challenges, our individual challenges, as wives and as couples. Mm-hmm. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, for, so Maureen, for, you, for being Marie. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know it's so great to hear your testimony. Um, we'll definitely be following you, and we hope to have you back on this show again very, very Anytime. soon. Um, yes. Can't can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, can't wait to just talk to you and chat with you again. So thank you yeah, so it, much for being here. We hope to have you join us soon. Thanks again, and maybe next time your your uh, viewers can can send in a bunch of questions, and we can go over them together. Definitely, we'll definitely yes. do that next time. That would be great. Okay. All right. Thanks, ladies. Have a great Thanks. night. Have a great you night. You too, Marie. Thank you so much. God bless. Nicole, how great are yes. you doing? Very good. Encouraged. You got to start taking golf or playing golf. I, I, well, I guess. We're going to get right? some I, golf lessons. Figure out some sports that I might like and yeah. find some new interests. Because, I, like I yeah. said, I was definitely getting my nails done earlier. I definitely only went to brunch this weekend. So I guess I, I got to broaden, <laughs> broaden my horizons. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is kind of tough. I mean, you know, it seems like the, the main place, you know, um, most popular place to meet men is a nightclub or a bar. And, um, you know, typically I would shy away from that because me personally, I don't think it's always a good idea to meet a man where you're partying and drinking. And I know you're totally against that, and um, I'm sure we would not probably find you in a bar. So we're going to have to (laughs) brainstorm, and we're going to have to figure out what sports Chris likes and where she could go and where she could hang out, you know, maybe besides church and 
work where you can meet some uh, nice men. Definitely. And, hey, listeners, if you have any ideas or, you know, any advice, please please feel free to message us on Facebook, at the Girlfriend Network, um, you know, anywhere. Just let us know. Call in next week and be like, hey, we were thinking about it. This is what you need to do. We're, We're open. So, um, hey, Nicole, this is such a great show. Always a pleasure to host with Thank you. Um, again, last happy birthday shout-out to Denise because we love her so much. Thank you to yeah. Anne for everything. And thank you again to Maureen for being on the show. Thanks so much, listeners. We will see you next Monday right here on the Girlfriend Network on Love Zone USA. Make sure to check us out on iHeartRadio. This here is a remarkable Remix, J.E., y'all, run DMC to the beach, y'all, uh, ah-ha, ah-ha, and me, y'all know my name, come on. First of all, I know these so-called players wouldn't tell you this, what? but I'ma be real and say what's on my heart, yeah, let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant. Don't you know I loved you from the start,
And the pitch. We deliver baseball caps, myths, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. On election night, there's only one place to be. Fox News Channel. In this critical moment, with the balance of power at stake, this is the midterm election everybody is waiting for. Only Fox News Channel brings real insight, smart perspective, and the all-important results minute by minute. Every key race, every pivotal moment. As America decides, we're there every step of the way. On election night, stay with special coverage starting at 6 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel.